My guest today is Rachel Edlick. Rachel is the co-founder of Radical Skincare, along with her sister, Liz. During our conversation, I asked Rachel to go back to her past and explain all that happened in her life to bring us up to today. I was very much interested in finding out how her father, who was a reconstructive surgeon, helped to bring both Liz and Rachel on this path to doing what they're doing today with Radical Skincare. I wanted to know if her father's knowledge helped them out. I wanted to find out if they were interested in science at a young age and find out if her past really influenced what happened in the future for her. We talked about how she moved from her hometown in Virginia and met her sister out in LA to help her run a company called One World Live. Rachel was thrown in the deep end into marketing and product creation and all of the things that go along with creating products and brands and things of that nature. And then eventually when they both decided to start Radical Skin Care, it was a natural progression for her to step into that role and work with the chemist and marketing and product of development and design to bring this business to fruition. It was a great conversation to learn how both Rachel and Liz are very compatible partners. Even though they're sisters, sometimes it's tough doing a business with family members, but this is definitely the exception as you'll hear during this interview. If you're a woman out there who's listening to this podcast, I hope that Rachel and Liz's story inspires you to go out there and do the thing that you've always wanted to do. Do not worry about the money. Do not worry about whether or not you have the capabilities. As you can hear, Rachel said pretty much everything that she has done in business she just learned and kept absorbing and watching other people and surrounding herself with those who were successful and had the knowledge i hope you enjoy this interview with co-founder of radical skincare rachel edlick Rachel, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you. I thought I might also see Liz, but I guess Liz is not going to be here with us. So uh, you're going to have to answer all the questions that I have. (laughs) That's great. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, cool. Okay. First off, the company's name is Radical Skin Care. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. This is really cool because I don't have a lot of women on the show as much as I would like to have more women because I think there's a big separation in the amount of exposure to women that are running businesses that are successful. So first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I always like to get a backstory from my guests because I think it's really important that a lot of times podcasts will just kick off and people either know the guest or they don't, and they'll do a little reading on them. And and not saying me as the host, but people that might listen to don't know who someone is. But more importantly, I think how you got to where you are today stems from all that happened before this point. And I think so much of that is missed on a lot of podcasts. People, all of a sudden, they just start talking about what they're doing today and the news book that they have out and all this other stuff. So if you don't mind, I would love for you to give a little bit of history and you can go back as far as you want. I've had people go back to kindergarten. So I, I don't care. <laughs> and and since uh, Liz isn't here, you can also, if you want, put in a little bit about that whole, you know, how it happened with her and you and, and the connection of all of it. So now I will be quiet and let you talk. Okay, no problem. Wow. I was going to say, how much time do we have? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, if I go back to kindergarten. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, so for 
for us, we were raised in Virginia uh, on an 18 acre farm. And um, our father was a very uh, well-known worldwide reconstructive surgeon who specialized in wound healing and skin rejuvenation. And uh, he started the burn unit at University of Virginia. Uh, he invented Steri strips. He invented dissolvable sutures. So, you know, his commitment was really to science and changing the world. Like that was my dad. And my mom was a bit different. She was an actress on Broadway. She was in West Side Story. But, you know, she basically was just God kissed her and said, you will sing. And um, so she was in West Side Story, but then decided, hey, I'm going to I'm going to have kids. And then she met my dad. So we were really bookend by two like very interesting people. And it's my sister, my brother and I and growing up on a farm surrounded by my father's brilliance. And we were pretty much would go to the hospital with him, work in the lab. We did research with him. If there was ever a problem, my dad was like, we'll invent it. (laughs) (laughs) My brother, my brother broke his clavicle and he's like, we're inventing the shoulder, the perfect shoulder pad. We did. I've done, I don't know how many research papers on lacrosse injuries because I was a lacrosse player or whatever. So it was like, you know, we, we really were raised in that environment all the time. And got a very, very strong work ethic because imagine we were basically the ones running a a farm as well. So from that, you know, I ended up wanting to really follow being able to help other people. I thought, gosh, I think I might become a therapist that, (laughs) you know, that's what I'm going to go. And I'm going to I'm good at communicating with other people. I think I read situations really well. So went to college. My sister went to, we all went to, actually, we all went to the same college and I got a counseling degree. And then I was like, okay, well, I don't know if I really want to sit in a room all day and go through that process. So I ended up running a boys and girls club for like 800 children. And I loved working with kids and developing programs and drug prevention programs and all the different things that the Boys and Girls Club provided. But at the same time, I loved to be able to give back that way. I also wanted to make money. (laughs) I'm like, okay, you know, I love working with children and, you know, especially where a lot of them were in really tough situations. But I said, I could do that as my volunteer time. So Um, My sister was living in L.A. and we were always super close. And she's like, well, just come move out here. And it's like, I can't move without a job. You know, it's like having all these reasons why I can't. I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. I was like, Liz, I can't come without a job. And she's like, well, you know, I just raised money for a company. She was in money management and venture capital. And she was like, and they actually need someone to run their customer service department. And I was like, I can do that. So, you know, you're young, <laughs> you right. can make these, make these big moves. So I packed up my dog in my house and uh, I moved out to LA and Liz and I started working together and ended up deciding we were going to start a company really wanted to always at the core of us is like, it has to be driven with purpose. 
we have to have like we always need that passion. We're very entrepreneurial because we just can't help ourselves. It's like that's just our nature. So we got into the skincare business in 1999 and doing, you know, product development, a lot of research, science. Of course, you know, coming from a science background with my father, that was that like completely made sense to us. So we started creating products for celebrities, for retailers, for QVC, HSN, a lot of brand development. So that was kind of our entree into working together. And I know everyone's like, the big question is, how do you work with your sister? That's right. It's tough. (laughs) Everyone's like, how do you guys do it? And we're super blessed. I know we're rare. We're like like a rare breed, but um, we're both different in our strengths. So we are able to really complement each other. And I think there's the the bond of our family and that we look after each other. And I mean, that's been probably one of the most special things about our relationship and being in business together. Kind of coming into how radical happened was we were doing our business. We were like at $150 million in sales. I mean, we were doing amazing, loving what we were doing. And then I had my second child and I developed rosacea. So, you know, life throws in like little things to move things around, make you start thinking. And I was like, wow, you know, I've always had good skin. And my skin was red, splotchy, irritated. I tried putting makeup on it, made it worse. It was the first time where I'd actually had this level of insecurity. Like I'd walk into a room and it's like my face walked in first and people, I'm like, are they looking at me? Oh my gosh, they can tell. And, you know, it's like this weird thing that you go through when you're, when you're experiencing how you look on the outside matter so much. So you have to like say, okay, it's how you feel on the inside. It's a, this is an inside job, you know, like life is not perfect. We don't, we're not going to always look perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how we feel on the inside is felt by the world. And I went to the dermatologist. They basically said, you'll be on medication for the rest of your life. I'm like, are you joking? I thought this is like, oh, a little quick fix. You know, you're going to give right. me some uh, cream and it's going to be gone. And then I'm done. Poof. Right. And they're like, no, I was like, oh, great. So I uh, ended up trying all everything they gave me. And my skin was it was more inflamed, burning. It was on fire. My face was on fire. And my sister, she's six years older. And since she's not with us, I can always like make her the older sister. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. I knew this was going to start sooner. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what happens when we're we're not um, together. That's right. That's what she gets for not being here. Right. 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 (laughs) I'll make sure she listens to this. Um, So she's like, Rachel, I'm older than you. It's going to be happening to you too. But I'm looking at the mirror and gravity is really, truly real. Like this stuff is happening. My skin is just not bouncing back the way I used to, (laughs) that I wanted it to. And I said, okay, Liz, well, I guess this is the perfect storm. This is like between the two of us. And I said, we have to create the strongest skincare for anti-aging, but designed for sensitive skin. So thank goodness we had the brilliance of my father and his ability for science and research. And then we got together with a team of chemists and we basically said, we are going to put the best of the best in the bottle. 
We had no intentions of selling it. It wasn't like, oh, we need to be in another skincare business. Not at all. We were like, put the best of the best in the bottle. We didn't care about the cost. We weren't worried about the margins. We weren't worried. We we're just like, let's just fix our face. So we got with a scientist. We really started to look at some of the leading reasons for aging skin, coming up with solutions for that and coming up with a technology, which was our trilosol technology, where we're able to deliver all the powerful ingredients to the skin without irritation. And after my skin, after just three weeks, my skin completely transformed. I was able to get off all my medication. I'm telling you, it was like adversity brought complete opportunity for us in that moment. And my sister, people were noticing her skin changing. We gave it to friends and family and like little bottles that were like serum, moisturizer. You know, it's like in the back of the lab. We're like, okay, <laughs> here you go. You got to try it. And, uh, and people were like calling us like, what is this stuff? So Liz and I looked at each other and we said, you know, that's pretty radical. And that's kind of where radical got born. And we said, you know, our dad always said, if you have an asset sitting on the shelf that no one else knows about, it's not okay. You have to share with the world because there's other people going through what you're going through. You're not in this little world of just Rachel and rosacea. There's millions of people out there that are struggling with rosacea or problematic skin or sensitive skin. And the more research we did, it was like 80% of women believe they have sensitive skin. And so they're very particular about what they're putting on their skin and the irritation. So we really took a lot of time and developing our products to make sure they were consciously clean, that we were delivering radical results. So we had science behind it. You know, we did clinicals on our products because we like to prove out whatever we're going to say. We want to be there with confidence. So we launched in 17 different countries in over 900 stores in just two years. And Liz and I hit the road and started to work with all the prestige retailers and training. And the interesting thing that we found is this yearning and hunger from all the associates and customers that we talked to about where that feeling of where inner self meets outer beauty, which is so important to us is, you know, how we feel on the inside is felt by the world. And uh, we've been really blessed with working with Bob Proctor, who is very close to us and a lot of personal development work where we knew that there was a method to really getting amazing skincare, a science to getting radical results, but also there's a technology for creating a life you love. And so we ended up really looking at that closely and listening to people really wanting more. They were, they were hungry for more purpose and passion in their lives. So that was like our aha moment. And we said, when we came back to the States, we're global. So we have a global footprint. We're in Australia, Switzerland, the UK, all over the place. But in the US, we decided that we were going to buy our products back off of the shelf. We, we wrote our book, which is uh, Get Radical, Create Secrets to Creating a Life You Love. And then we said, we're going to buy our, our, all of our um, products back off the retail shelves take the profit that we normally give to the retailers, 
take our science, take all of our, from clinicals to all the press that we've gotten over the 11 years um, and the investment of $20 million into our brand and give that as a turnkey opportunity for others to be able to create passion, purpose, health, and wealth. And that's when our brand partner program was born. And we did that. That was kind of like born out of COVID and a lot of it. And, um, and that's just caught on fire because we have the self-care element, that purpose element. We're a movement that matters. And we always know that if we stay close to our purpose and our passion, Liz and I, we've had moments we've gotten off track where you're not waking up feeling passionate or purpose driven, then it's like, okay, okay, I'm going to go do that today. And that was important to us. We wanted to, we want to touch millions of people's lives. And we knew through our brand partner program, we can touch more people than through any retail store ever. So that's kind of our journey to where we are today. Well, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, <laughs> because I, anytime you can correct me, but I would, I would say that this is going to be a unique episode because for the, the listeners are out there that are women, this will speak to them more than it will. Guys, I don't even know if, do you have any men in the brand partner program? Uh, we do actually. Okay. We so, do. See, that's why I wanted to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. it's majority, a majority of them are, are women. Yeah. Okay. And then the products that you have, are they mostly all women? Are there some men? And that's why you have a, a couple of men in the brand ambassador. Our, our brand is very unisex Okay, from our packaging all the way through. Uh, it delivers amazing results. We do a lot of coaching, even with a lot of the women that are like, oh, what do we offer to the men? And it's like these core products that men just absolutely love. Like we were in Barney's, we were in the men's department there when we launched and because we did so well and with the men as well. Okay. So here's the part where we're going to rewind because okay. this is, this is how I think your story and Liz's story and this product and how you did all of this will really help the listeners and especially the women listeners. So you came from a background that was science-based because of your father, right? He sounds like a, a brilliant man. I don't know. Is he still with us or he's not? No. Okay. Um yeah, my father had multiple sclerosis on top of everything else. Yeah, and, I saw that. And yeah. so I was, I was, so I didn't know if uh, he was still around. But when you yeah. started this process of wanting to do this with your sister, was he around to help with the initial part of it? Yes. Okay. My, my dad basically when I moved to, or before I moved to LA was saying to my sister, well, you two need to work together. Like, he's, <laughs> he's like family. You need to work together. Right. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. Okay, cool. So as I'm going to put a pin in that one piece of it, cause I have to come back to that again, because there's okay. more questions that if oh, I was sure. listening, I would be like, okay, there's one thing that was a plus for the both of you. Um, for sure. So you, I'll get to it. I'll, I'll explain where I'm going and I'm sure you okay. already understand your sister was a stockbroker or an investment banker, stockbroker, whatever. She she took that route. And then I noticed that there was a company called One World Live. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. That's okay. Right. So this is the company that she ended up uh, creating, purchasing, investing. One of those, right? 
Well, it was actually a company prior to that, that okay. she invested money in. And I came out and I worked for that uh, particular company. Okay. But One World Live, we created together. And that was really driven from product to uh, we had a lot of celebrities with where we would do merchandising for them with their product. Yeah. So that was where we really got into product development, like the the whole process of making products, whether it was weight loss, whether it was jewelry, whether it was skincare. And that's where we actually had our first experience with skincare at that time. Okay. So if I was sitting and listening to this, I'd be like, okay, how do two women that are not in this world make this jump into this competitive marketing product delivery business? People usually have some sort of experience that they initially get in that, and then they go, hey, I can do this, and then they go out on their own and start it. So explain to me how your sister leaves doing the investment banking piece of this. You leave what you're doing, and you move out, and all of a sudden, you're this powerhouse marketing team that has this company, and there's a a gap there that I want you to fill for me. Okay. So my sister raised money for a company that had a weight loss product. That was the company that I started working for. And I started to learn about infomercials, commercials, direct mail catalog. That was kind of where I first learned like, oh, it was right when infomercials hit in 94. It was like, all of a sudden it's like, what's this infomercial thing? (laughs) And so we- But um, wait, there's more. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Hey, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, So, yeah, so we, um, I worked for that company. And unfortunately, the people that were running the company were not doing the right things with the finances. So I told my sister, hey, heads up, my check is bouncing. She's, she has investors in the company. So she ended up having to go in and basically take over the company. And that's called like, you're just thrown into the waters. You have no idea what you're doing. And it was crazy. She had to sue the company, a lot of the players, and she won, which was unbelievable and won the company. So then we all of a sudden inherited a weight loss company that was doing really, really well, but, you know, we didn't have a lot of experience at the time. So it was something that I do primarily in anything, like all my businesses, if I don't know something, I get really smart really quick. And I talk to a lot of people that know a lot more than me. (laughs) And it's like, number one, (laughs) right? go find someone that knows more than you. (laughs) And so that's what we did. And we uh, worked with different individuals and started to understand the business more and how media spend worked. And I had to manage the media spend and I had to manage print campaigns and I had to buy inventory for all these products. I was like, uh, buy what? (laughs) I'm like, uh, all right, let's, let's break open a spreadsheet and start getting organized. Uh, That was point one. Um, but I actually realized I have a, I'm super strong at doing those type of like, I can, operationally managing and dealing with a lot of moving parts and seeing how all the pieces fit together. 
So Liz and I basically kind of divided and conquered with that particular product. And then we did another weight loss product where uh, we had investors involved in that. And then that launched. And then Liz decided that she was going to go back more into the investment banking. So I took the weight loss product and I went to another company and brought our product with us and had their infrastructure support our product, Mm -hmm. but also it was a great opportunity for me to learn side by side with other people that have been doing it for a long time. So it was for me, like that part where we, I worked with another company, it necessarily wasn't necessarily like my happiest time to be really honest because a little more entrepreneurial and, um, but I did that for two years and I was like, I'm going to get so good at all of this. I'm going to be so good. Like, I'm going to just be a sponge. I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn until I feel like I've got my arms around this, all these tentacles that were flying around me and feeling proficient in that. And that was a really growthful time of first, sometimes you're feeling that feeling of uncertainty. And I'm sure everyone out there has gone through that feeling like lack of confidence, whatever it might be in that certain area. But Again, I I felt like one of the things that Liz and I have done is we surround ourselves with people that are mentors that can help teach and guide. And trust me, you were going to pay it forward because there'll be a time when someone's going to work for you that you can teach and you can guide. And so from that, I was, Liz was doing her thing. So she started, she's a big thinker, a lot of creative ideas. And she just, she, she and this other person decided we're going to start this company. And she called me up and she's like, Rach, like, I can't do it without you. Like, I need you. You, you know how to get it all done. Like, you know, I had to make it all, all put all the all the wheels on the bus and make it go forward. <laughs> and, um, you know, you've been in the business and I actually haven't been in that part of the business, but we're going to kind of do that business again in a different way. And I was like, let's do it. You know, so that's how One World was actually created. And, um, and what year was that? That was in uh, 19, I think that was 1999 is when One World was was created. I and actually, when, did you, when did you move out to LA from Virginia? 94. Okay, so five years later is when yes. that happened. Okay, yeah. so you've had all that time. Exactly, Got to okay. learn fast. Yep. yep. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a fire hose experience. <laughs> I was like, okay, open Rachel, yeah. insert all information. <laughs> um, yeah, so... From there, that's when One World Live was born. And we did that for, we still have that company. We still have a product line that we have on QVC. And so we had a, and we really had, it was the, that company was going to, we were looking at it as a publicly, uh, public traded opportunity to do an IPO. And it was when the technology just fell fell apart and we ended up having to really pivot fast because a lot of money was raised for the company and at that point we had we had probably almost 100 employees we had a lot of VC in, investors and Liz that was primarily her responsibility to deal with them but at that point they just weren't investing in unless you were a true technology 
you know, like you're an app or you're, you know, so we ended up really bringing back through our direct marketing, our direct response. We had, we did infomercials the whole time. So we had a lot of things going on. And that's really when we got into the skincare business, it was an infomercial with skincare. And then I developed the whole line, which had about, say about 30 SKUs. So I did all the product development, all the research, creative, and just learned, learned a lot about science, working with manufacturers, working with a chemist. Of course, we were fortunate enough with our dad for ours, but the chemist, we started to really learn about product development ingredients, raw materials, clean, clean beauty. And uh, that kind of took us on our journey to radical. Okay. So here we go. (laughs) I have to ask because it's, I know that even if I was listening to this and I just reframed it to be something that a guy would do, I have ideas all the time, but we stop ourselves because of things that we think are going to be roadblocks. So my first question is, let's talk about your father and the science and all of that. Without that piece, some of the audience listeners might be saying to themselves, well, that's a, that's a huge chunk. Like that help, having that experience, having your father to lean on, having that around you to be able to start the process of creating products. Because if you start thinking about it, it's like, okay, I'm not going to go in my kitchen and start putting all sorts of things in a little bowl and seeing if it smells nice and it works nice. And right. So what would you say to to any of the women listening? They don't have that science background. They don't have that father with that Mm -hmm. brain and that intelligence and background to lean on. Can they still accomplish this? Absolutely. So yes, we were very blessed and we, we understand that so much, but we also know like when we were developing products for One World Live, I was in product development all the time, but I leaned on my manufacturers. I wasn't calling my dad saying, hey, dad, like, what do you think about this? Because it wasn't personal then. It was just like, oh, I'm creating products for a client and this is what they want some of the benefits to be. Or I look at like what the story is, like what is it that they're trying to say about, you know, themselves or their skincare brand. So it makes like it's a makes sense. Um, and then I talk to my manufacturer who has chemists on staff and I go and I sit with them and I talk to raw material houses. There's shows that you can go to that have all the raw material houses that go there that are talking about unique ingredients that they're using. But I find a lot, I get a lot from the chemists that are from the manufacturers about what's new, what's hot, what's working, what's an alternative to like we have right now that we just launched an alternative to a retinol cream, which outperforms retinol without all the side effects. I went, I researched, I talked to my chemist, what's, what is out there right now? It took us, it's not an overnight experience like, oh, poof, we, we just developed a product. Because then you want to prove the results, right? So you want to have some science. So you have confidence that if you're saying any kind of a claim that you can substantiate that. So the process for Radical, it was with our dad, but that was like the beginning of the ideas and the science footprint. But I leaned heavily on 
all the chemists to really help direct and come up with formulations that we know we're going to give radical results. Okay, great. So I appreciate that answer. Um, The next thing that I put a pin in my own mental brain was the money portion of this, right? None of this has to be divulged. I just, but let's say your father was a successful reconstructive surgeon. Potentially he made a good living doing that. Um, At the same time, I know when I read doing my own research that when MS came around, that was also a financial burden, right? So, so, right. So we can just, let's say we eliminate that fact that he could have helped you at all, but then you have, you have Liz being this smart financial person. So potentially she made a decent amount of money in what she was doing to then be able to back this whole thing. So my second question, oh yeah, well, it's easy when you have a lot of money. You have someone who's able to bring in VCs and start out with a chunk of capital and all of that. So can you address that both in either how it helped you and how you still think people can do it without having all of that? So. A couple of things. I think absolutely you can do it without having all of all of that. And the that that we had pretty much for One World Live went to a lot of overhead because we had so many people because it was such it was the One World Live website was really like the hub of what that company was. And so there was a lot of big talent being thrown at that because the VCs wanted to see a certain thing. Right. So in product development, if you want to launch a product. I mean, it can be in skincare, whatever it might be. I know that I can go and create a product with a chemist. I can call packaging companies and get samples of what the packaging might be. And I can come up with a marketing plan. And you you can get small business loans to support you on your initial growth. And I'm really believing a grassroots approach. So Radical has like our new business, which is our brand partners program. We're, we're treating that as a brand new business. So just because our, our retail business we have from a global that took us a lot of years to put together and create success that doesn't come into my brand partner. Like I really keep those separated because I want to have this sitting and standing on its own. We could have gone to raise money. We could have, you know, tried to find people that would invest in it. But for us, we actually didn't want to have to deal with investors. We've done that. There's, there is a side to having investors in your company. That is a lot of work. So there is something really cool about owning your own company and you owning your own company and not having to answer to five other people and tell them what you're doing and why, you know, that it's on you. So I second that. Amen. I second yeah. that. <laughs> Trust me, we've we've done it. We've had it where it's been investors and we now we have it where it's our own and we much prefer it as our own. Mm-hmm. And we're not willing to bring in money to fund our brand partners program because we want that to be, it can be done organically. It might not be as fast as the guy that has 5 million sitting next to me, but does it have the heart and soul that I have? Does does it have the, you know, the um, credibility that my brand has? Like there's so many different things and who my audience is. So there's always ways of getting into a business without needing lots and lots of money to do it. You just have to 
take it slow and bit by bit and grow, you know, have a plan in place that you're, you're following into doing your own projections, giving yourself like, okay, you could, you can go and get private label products, which sometimes is a interesting way of testing a concept where you don't, you can buy a hundred. You can test it on a website. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many different ways that you can, through your social media, be an influ- you know, you can be your own influencer and whatever it is that your passion and dream might be. So there's definitely ways of starting your business and not being like, oh gosh, you need millions and millions of dollars to do it. Okay, great. I love all these answers because to me, it's encouraging to the audience. And I was hoping that, that I, even though I backed you into a corner on these questions, <laughs> okay. I, I, I know that reading part of your story and empowering women, it, this is important. And so that's why I want to talk about it as much as I want to make sure that we talk about your business and trust me, we'll get the word out about Radical, but I think it's important that what this business means to you, I can tell is coming through this interview. And that's what I think is even more important because that is really what people are attracted to people who care about people, right? And and there's something that you keep saying, that's a great saying that I'm going to steal from you at some point, but I forget what it is, but you'll say it again, I'm sure. And (laughs) I'll be like, okay, I got to remember that. Um, So it it quickly explained to me then the, the science part of it, where if you end up working with the chemist, let's say someone out there has an idea and they want to do something, how painful and how long is that process of tweaking and creating the product? And then do products that you sell have to get FDA approval? Okay. So no. Okay. So um, in skincare, you have ones that are considered like over the counter, which would be an SPF. So those um, have to go through certain testing in the United States. For skincare in the U.S., it's actually, it's pretty loose. It's actually not very rigorous at all. So we are global. So we're EU compliant. So we have a compliance person in the EU that goes through all of our formulations. I make sure they're checking it against the list of all the ingredients that are not allowed on the market or about to not be allowed on the market. Um, it goes down to the, like the raw materials to make sure they're paraben free, that they're not, you know, using any preservative systems that to be able to make certain claims, like I can say I'm paraben free. In the U.S., it's not as rigorous. It has some things and you can literally like look them up online, but they're not regulated. Like people are not regulating your formulas to say what's in it is okay. Think about how many you have a lot of uh, people that make up their own skincare and will sell it even locally um, that don't have, you know, strong preservative systems in it where, you know, you don't know really how long they can last and that they're good for. But I always encourage that when you're doing development and you're talking to your chemist to make sure that you're being as clean as possible. There's a list on like even on our website that shows all the ingredients that we do not have in it under our consciously clean tab. I saw that, which I thought was brilliant that there's no, you're not hiding anything. It's all right there. It was exactly. So it's actually a a resource for other people, honestly, um, which is great. You know, just knowing what you don't want to have going into your product and the chemists usually have a pretty good handle on that. If you're working with a good, good manufacturer, what is regulated is the FTC regulates claims. 
So you can't make a product and go on Instagram and say, my product reduces fine lines and wrinkles 400% and then show before and after that's not necessarily the right one or whatever. Like that's where you get in trouble in the US. So they regulate that really, really closely. So you do have to be with your marketing, you have to be accurate in your claims and making sure that you're not misleading a customer. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about so now I understand that you still have the global retail business that's still happening and over 900 stores. And then I had a note down that you're in 17 countries, probably now it's 20. So this is amazing. What is the team that you have? Do you, so you said you kept you keep the two businesses separate. So what is the team that's running Radical as opposed to the team that's running the Ambassador brand program? Right. Branding? Okay, so we used to have a team in London an office in London, an office in Paris, one in Hong Kong. And Liz and I were looking at each other saying, this does not make sense. And this was when we started Radical. We had definitely some big players involved, which were more on the Estee Lauder level. And um, so us being entrepreneurial, we're, we're not like corporate girls at all. So put us into a corporate environment. We're like, uh, what do we do here? <laughs> we're like, uh, we have to clock in, clock out. Uh, we're like, yes. we work, we work 24 seven anyway. That's being an owner of your own company. They wanted to have this really broad footprint and Liz and I, they were the experts in prestige and we really weren't. So we really followed their lead and we noticed that like we, we built it, we had all the locations, but you really have to have boots on the ground everywhere. So Liz and I ended up saying, you know what, we're going to buy our company back and we're going to do this in a smart way where we have distributors internationally. So like, for instance, in Australia, we work with Mecca, who's the largest skincare or any uh, cosmetic retailer there. It's like the Sephora of the US. And, um, but they handle everything. I don't have to put freelancers in the store. I don't have to do anything. They own it and they do an amazing job. And then in the UK, I have a distributor there. And in Switzerland, I have a distributor there. So my international business is very much distributor driven. So they manage their own markets. They invest in their own markets. Um, They have certain things that they're supposed to do in order to maintain their exclusivity there. But that operates pretty much separately. The U.S., it's I have a core team that works just on the brand partners program. And it's a small team because, like I said, we're doing this in a very organic way. And uh, obviously bringing people that have the experience in building a peer-to-peer business so that's been super exciting. And that's that's what's worked by just having a core team that works for only on brand partner um, business. Okay. Can you talk more about the the brand, the ambassador program, just so that we can get an understanding if someone is listening to this and saying, I love this. I, I love the idea. They go to your website and they they look at all of this. They get hit up all the time with all these other programs to sell cosmetics and skincare. It's, sometimes it's a hard sell for them. They end up dropping off or they just 
they can't figure out how to get into something like this. And I, I'd like to know what your program's about so they know and then why it's different. And obviously the, the ingredients that you use, that's really coming to the forefront these days is that you're not putting ingredients in mm -hmm. that can harm someone. So right. that's another really important thing. So can you talk a little bit about that program? Yes, absolutely. So we kind of what I talked about earlier is that we just started to recognize that our brand is so much more than skin deep and it always has been. It's just been Liz and I speak from the place of possibility all the time. And we, with all of our brand partners, we're like invested in their future. That's like, we are invested in their future. That's why we call them brand partners. Like you are our partner in this. And that's a big shift in how you are within a company because we've created such a turnkey solution and support to help you get to wherever it is that you want to go. And we are building a very, very strong core community. We have a our comp plan is very, very simple. We noticed in the different types of ambassador brand partner type programs where there's this exclusion element. If you don't do certain things, then you are not a part. And our part is you are included. <laughs> We're like, you can participate with us, however it works for you. So we have people that just are more like influencers. They're on their, you know, they're selling through their social channels and they're making great money. Then we have people that are like, oh my gosh, I've got like, I want to build a business. Like I want to invest radicals, like my new baby. And you guys have handed over the keys with science, clinicals, backing, credibility. You've been in prestige you have press for over the past 10 years, you know, steeped in science about a movement that matters. And our company is always, Liz and I only see things like it has to be larger than us. Like everything we do has to be larger than us. It's not money. It's not, it's like, it has to be bigger than us. And so like our vision is and goal will be, we're going to be a billion dollar company. And that means that we are, we are making millions of dreams come true. Millions. And that is our number one goal is to do that. So in, within our community, we have like our deep dive, which we just did on Monday, where we open that up to customers or brand partners, where we do a chapter in our book and we like unpack it and we talk about it. And it's always amazing because it speaks to people wherever they are, whatever they're going through. We have the opportunity to interact and communicate and share ideas. It's great. And then we have a lot of other activities where you know, we'll be traveling some to meet different people. And uh, we have a share pool for company sales where you can earn into the share pool. That's 3% of our company. So we're taking profit for all of our brand partners to be able to participate in based on whatever their performance is. So it's like they are profiting. And uh, we have a founders uh, club, which is a group of individuals that are just working super hard and achieving different levels. So it's it's really um, a straightforward program. And we have uh, one of the best uh, uh, ladies on our team that really focuses on helping individuals figure out how to incorporate that into their life, understanding comp plans. Um, and she's like the best cheerleader in town. Like 
you want her behind you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's like, come on, you got this. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I call her. <laughs> like, That's awesome. So, yeah. Okay, cool. And super easy. You can go onto our website and it says, uh, uh, become a brand partner. You just click on it and it has a lot of information there. Great. Okay. I don't, we're getting close to the end. I don't want to keep you longer than I promised. So uh, talk to me about the book, Get Radical Secrets to Living a Life You Love. Yes. So that was um, a labor of love. It was definitely time consuming for the both of us. Like what a, what an experience uh, writing a book. Never did we think, I mean, my father is like such a He's like published like 3000 peer uh, review articles, written books. I mean, it's like, that's like no, no problem for him. And Liz and I are like, we really want to put this to paper. Like we want to share through the mentors that we have met and just those stories, because we really know that there is a technology to getting a life that you love, whether, you know, really getting those fundamentals of goal setting, visualization, and then what gets in your way. So the fear of failing, you know, people get stuck in making decisions like paralysis. So we talk about a lot of that throughout the story and we bring in different mentors that share stories that are super relatable that you can be like, oh my gosh, that's happened to me. Oh yeah, I've been through that. Oh, I love that. And then at at the end of every chapter is really our radical recap where it gives you back the ideas of like, okay, these are the things that you may want to focus on, the questions you may want to ask yourself, some, you know, some uh, guided ideas of how to get where you want to go to creating that passion, purpose, health, and wealth, you know, whatever that is for you. Yep. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, A question I wanted to ask earlier that I forgot, which I think is important in any partnership because I grew up observing my father in a family business. And it's really tough when you have your own family in the business. It's tough when you are in a partner relationship because a lot of them don't work out as we know as entrepreneurs, we've heard the horror stories. So with you and Liz, you talked about it earlier, how you both have your strengths and weaknesses, right? And you use those to conduct this business. Do you recommend or do you have a line in the sand that says, okay, Liz, you are handling all of the financial part of this and anything that comes up that's financial related, that's your baby. I'm doing all the product stuff or or whatever. So I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I'm just trying to give you an example of can you explain how that division works? Gosh, I wish it was that clear cut. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, here, you take that hat. Oh, wait, wait, I'll, take, right, okay, I'll wear right. this one today. Exactly. <laughs> well, the, the, I think the fear is, is that with businesses and partnerships and stuff, sometimes somebody's like, wait, I thought you were handling that. It's one of those things. Or you did it, but you didn't do it as well as I would have done. Like, you know, so I'm trying to make sure we get this out to explain that you really have to be honest with yourself and say, I'm really not any good at marketing, so I'm not doing it. And if you don't want to do it as my partner, then we need to get somebody who does. Exactly. So, um, Well, first off, I would always say really, um, you know, know your family dynamics, so, like how you operate with whether it's a brother or a sister or a family business. And um, we've been fortunate because we, we both see things. We both have the same goals, right? So I always say like, know that first. Do you, do you, are you in alignment on what your goals are for your company? And 
what purpose you both have in that. Like, make sure you're on the same page because if one person sees the company for something else and you see it, then it's always going to be like this, right? So you have to be on the same page and alignment on your goals and your vision for what it is that you want. So that's like the biggest thing I can say. Everything else for us, um, we both have a lot of creative ideas. So I would say that we take our creative ideas and then I do more, a lot more on that implement and manage. She does a lot more in the network and, uh, you know, big picture of whatever it is that we might be, be doing. So it's very, uh, we complement one another. So I think you do. I think if you can make some more clear boundaries, I wouldn't say we were maybe the perfect example. We're kind of a weird group because we can just kind of work together well. I don't know, maybe since we've been doing it since 1994, I, I think my sister and I have had maybe two arguments in business and they went for a good quality, like 10 minutes and it was over. But yeah, I think having a, making sure your visions are in alignment really takes away a lot of the issues. Um, okay. So the website is radicalskincare.com. Yes. Uh, there is the whole retail side of the business that if any of those people are listening, they can contact you for distributorship, wholesale, whatever that might be. And then there's the whole brand ambassador side, which yes. is really to empower. Mostly, I think it leans towards women. And I think mm -hmm. that's great. Uh, but obviously, we talked about earlier that men can get involved because you said that the products are unisex, unisex, unisex. right? Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that I missed that you wanted to talk about before I let you go? No, I, I mean, I guess uh, back to, I always just feel like you want to be part of a movement that matters, like really having a movement that matters. That's it, I think. That's the saying you keep saying. That's See, it. I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was going to get it in right at the uh, end for you. I'm stealing it. I'm stealing. <laughs> yeah, so that's like really what we we stand for and being a part of something that's bigger than yourself. And that's what really radical is all about. It is where inner self meets outer beauty and, you know, your purpose is our promise. And that's, that's what we want, you know, surrounding yourself and life around like-minded people. That's just a, a beautiful thing. And I think that's what we, we want to be able to help others with to really get to, you know, living a life that they love and dream and going above and beyond. So we really appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, I was absolutely. Really, I, was, I, I was happy to be able to distinguish that I'm the younger sister. Well, that's what one. she gets. That's what, <laughs> that's what Liz gets. And you can tell her that even though we've never talked, I'm no longer talking to her. Right. Yes. <laughs> hey, we're on the same page. <laughs> um, and and I want the I want the audience, the listeners, and then eventually the the viewers. But right now, the listeners that listen to the podcast, your message, what you are accomplishing with this, is very sincere, and the integrity is there. I hear it in your voice. I see it in your face. So when the viewers go to watch this episode on YouTube they too will understand that this means a lot to you. This is not about making money. This is about empowering people to live the life that they love and to just do great things and feel good about themselves. And it's both with having potentially a small business of their own or a large business through this, 
Um, it's about making some extra money on the side. It's it's about feeling good both financially, physically, inside and outside. And I think it's awesome what you're doing. And I just I could tell, like I I interview a lot of people and the calmness, and maybe it's an LA thing, but the calmness in you is not this sales motivated conversation that we're having. It's a conversation from the heart that you love what you do. You're this is something you wanted to do to help others. And it comes across. So I wanted you to know that that I was hoping so much that it would be this and not be this powerful woman who's just like sell, 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 sell. And if you get this and you come into our program and you can drive a, a Mercedes in a year, <laughs> no, 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 all no. of that stuff. I, so this was wonderful. I love uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> we're not those girls. <laughs> we're, we're definitely heart centered. So perfect. I will put in the show notes all the ways to get in contact with you, the website and all of that. If there, unless there's any special spot that you like to communicate with if there's uh i don't know if you're instagram fan and that's where you like to do it or if you just like people to contact through the company email but now's your chance to tell me yeah, or the audience either way and i was also okay. going to do a, a code so people Beautiful. that are listening that yeah, they can they can um get a 10 percent discount on our products but also we can send them um, an ebook. Beautiful. So yeah, we'd love okay. to do that. Do We can do Costello 10. Beautiful. I'm going to write it down because I'm old and I'll forget. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> so old. <laughs> All right. Costello 10 is the code to get 10% off. I love That's it. That's right. Okay. Beautiful. Um, Rachel, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. This was really cool. It was an honor to speak with you. I love what you're doing. And again, please tell Liz to that uh i don't know i don't ever want to talk to her okay. <laughs> no, i'm gonna like, <laughs> call her right now <laughs> yeah just say she had one chance to come on yeah, joe's show you and, you, and you blew it she missed we, she missed the best podcast ever right we had so much fun and, and okay <laughs> thank you so much and i wish you all the best and and i look forward to seeing your progress with everything and it was really an honor to talk with you Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. I know you have many options to listen to various podcasts and I'm honored that you chose to listen to mine. I would love it if you would rate my podcast five stars and write a nice review. It really helps to bring up the rankings of the podcast to other listeners. Once again, thank you so much for listening to The Joe Costello Show. I appreciate you very much.